0: All right, welcome back to La Crosse Talk. William Garcia is hanging out here, so if you got questions for the Lacrosse County Democratic Party Chair and the third U.S. House District Party Chair, I like to say it like that, William. Hello, hello. Good morning. Uh, is this like a pre-work? You're going to work after this? Yeah, I'll go to work
1: after this, so we'll but get this you, is perfect. Yeah. We'll get you all fired up. No yeah, I'll, I'll,
0: I'll get all emotional, and then I'll go teach. That'll be great. Well, um, you know, and if anyone wants to call, 608-785-7914 is the talking uh, talk text line. Uh, if you got questions for the Democratic Party chair, but like Governor Evers made some, I guess he, I mean, he made some headlines, but it, it's always kind of an eye roll because he calls a special session. I think we're over 13 on the legislature ever right. addressing any right. special sessions. Well, the Republican head. legislature.
1: Yeah, I think that's an important
0: distinction. Yeah, when it, but but this one seems, you know, do you have any hope that the, the GOP legislature will address child care?
1: No. Voss has basically already said he's not going to. Okay. Uh, and in fact, he has laid the blame. This came out at a, a press release uh, last late last night. Uh, Voss lays the blame at uh, Evers not allowing their income tax cut to go through, even though that income tax was heavily tilted toward rich people who do not need help paying for child care. And so uh, Voss's uh, reasoning behind this is completely ridiculous, but... Um, uh, but once again, we're, we're, we're going to continue to work to try and get better childcare funding here in Wisconsin. Uh, president Biden has also announced that there really needs to be, um, better child care systems for low income and middle income people. So we're working on that at the federal level, we're working on that at the state level. And as usual, all of the good things we need to be doing are being stymied by Republican politicians in Madison. When Robin Voss says the tax cuts didn't go through, were the tax cuts gonna pay for
0: the child care? Is that the thought process? Or just that you didn't do this, so we're not gonna do that.
1: No the it, well Voss wants it to wants you to think that yes that it somehow uh, the tax cuts were going to go uh, and allow people to better pay for childcare. So, so Except the, that's not what the tax cut was do- so was the $32 doing. Thirty-two dollars that someone
0: was getting back a year in right. tax cuts was yeah, going because to pay uh, someone who makes a million dollars a year does not need help paying for childcare. Well, yeah, but but those ta- that tax bracket was like what between forty and four hundred thousand dollars. Like right. people making between forty thousand and four hundred thousand dollars. Right and people at the bottom end of that spectrum we're going to get about 30, 30 bucks and the
1: people in the middle we're going to get about 400 bucks back a year right. total and that it does not pay for child care even for one month so yeah so. Um, it's a it's a ridiculous thing that Ross is saying
0: but they're just mad because they want a flat tax i guess so um there is a call coming uh, Nope, they're gone okay so 608-785-7914 is the text line i don't understand why are we holding child care this is a weird way to put it. Why are we holding children hostage? Why are we holding childcare hostage to get a flat tax? Because that's what
1: it seems like. Well, as a Democrat, I cannot really answer that question ah. because it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I can't say that um, Republicans are desperate for their flat tax because their campaigns are funded by the ultra wealthy. In Wisconsin. And um, the ultra wealthy are the people are the only people that are going to benefit from a flat tax. And so um, in order to kind of keep their campaign coffers filled, they need to appease the the very, very wealthy here in Wisconsin. And um, the flat tax uh, pushing for a flat tax is what's going to do that. And Governor, the, child care wasn't the only thing on the docket. We still have $4 billion of budget right,
0: surplus. Right. And by my math, we've had $4 billion ab- about that for 19 months we've been sitting on. Right. We've used some of it with the budget, but we still are sitting on that for about 19 months now. Um, there were other stuff. There was other stuff in Governor <laughs> Evers' yep, yep. you know, announcement.
1: Uh, 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 workforce development plans, um, money to um, the UW system, which, remember, um the UW system got no increase in the, in the current budget. And so looking at increasing budget for that, uh, more money for Western technical for, for the technical college system like Western technical here in La Crosse. Um, uh, and the other thing was paid family leave. Um, just like they passed in Minnesota. Um, Having a system where people can uh, take off work to take care of their kids, to take care of their parents, to take care of their family, um, having a better system where people can don't have to make the decision between losing a day's pay and taking their kids to the doctor. A system like that, which is easily implementable, we could have here in Wisconsin if the Republicans would get off their uh, you know, um, high knees and do something. Six
0: zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Yeah, paid family leave. That one. That one will will cost taxpayers, right? That'll be that'll that'll go. Yeah, that'll increase our taxes a little bit. What 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 was it like? Seven twelve bucks a a month or something like that.
1: Yes, it it was about. I think it was twelve. I think it was around twelve. But but again, it's um it changes based on how much you make. Right. So so it's a it's a progressive system. Yeah, and that
0: one in paid family leave, if you want to explain it a little bit, on top of your job, your employer gives you sick days and vacation days. Right. Or however, however that is. Right. On top of that, the state of Wisconsin will come up with a paid family leave plan. Right. But that will get incorporated into your job. like So you won't lose your job if you have right. to go take care of your family. In, in, in terms
1: of funding, it's basically modeled after unemployment. Because okay. uh, we pay, we pay employers and employees pay a little bit every month into a system that then uh, um, pays for our unemployment system. It would be modeled after that.
0: So let's say your your grandma gets sick and you have to take care of her for what? And it's what twelve weeks, something like that. Yep. Usually these things are. Yep. So if your grandma gets sick and you got to go take care of her for eight weeks, uh, you're going to get like half your paycheck, right? So right. That's how that works. Yep. So I don't I don't know what's the that that also seems. I mean that would yeah. The, well, it is.
1: It is. It it benefits productivity. It's important to remember that yes, it's going to cost a little money, but we're going to gain that money back in worker productivity.
0: All right, we'll go to the phones here with William Garcia, the Lacrosse County Democratic Party Chair. Caller, who's this?
1: Hi, it's Andy.
2: How are you guys doing? Andy, good. Hi, Andy. You got, you got a question for William? or comment? Yeah. So maybe this might be slightly off topic, but um, I heard recently something that like Minneapolis is. I think like 100 miles in diameter now. And even though Minnesota has a smaller population, the metro of of Minneapolis St. Paul is something like a million and a half to 2 million people. Do you think the conservative versus like liberal nature, like the dichotomy of our two states might have something to do with that difference in concentration of cities because it seems like Wisconsin we don't have those same sort of that, that same sort of huge city. Where you know we we where, where Democrats usually hold power. We have, we have two Milwaukee and Madison. About? We have like smaller places.
1: Well, I would say I think I think it is a little smaller, but I would say that Milwaukee is probably comparable in many ways to Minneapolis. Um, and I want to preface this by saying I am not like a total expert on um, Minnesotan politics, but I think you're absolutely correct. Urban centers are largely more democratic because. Um, in urban areas, we we mix with a lot more people that are not like us. And when we mix with a lot more people not like us, um, uh, we learned that everyone's kind of on the same page. We start working together better. And um, so – and I think that does lead to kind of more democratic reforms. So um, uh, in answer to your question, I think I would agree with you that that large kind of urban center um, is probably one reason why Minnesota is um, hurdling faster towards kind of these democratic values like paid family leave than we are. Um, but again, I don't think it's just because of um, being like urban.
2: Just uh, When you're done, I just don't want to be cut off. I have uh, just a follow up as well. Oh, sure.
0: Yeah. Well, here's the um, thing. Where do you,
2: okay, go ahead. Where go do ahead. you see the growth of La Cros- You're good. Go ahead. The, the cities in Wisconsin going the same way as like the, the, the cities in Minnesota Where like, our, do you think LaCrosse will eventually grow into a large, city or do you think like madison or milwaukee will eventually grow or maybe green bay will grow into those same kind of large the urban dim- centers that might tilt the politics
1: i i don't think it's going to be a fast growth but yes uh, all of the statistics statistics that we've had over the last like 10 20 years are that these um population centers especially madison madison is growing very very quickly milwaukee it, milwaukee continues to grow but at a lesser rate but all of these big kind of um uh, population centers are getting larger. Uh, so we know that just from the data around the state. So yeah, I think it's going to continue to do that. Well, lacrosse gets larger, but it, but well, it's got, and of course there, th- this gets a little tricky because um, the lacrosse, the actual boundaries of lacrosse are right. not going to grow, but the, the lacrosse kind of metropolitan area, right. um, which is lacrosse. And then a whole bunch of other kind of cities right close to us. Definitely going to grow. Definitely going to get bigger. All right. got to take a break. We'll be back in a b- couple minutes. All
0: right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk. I'm Rick Solem, filling in for Mike Hayes today and tomorrow yet. Got about an hour to go. Still trying to get either Pat Stevens or Doug Happel sent those guys. I texted Doug Happel and I thought, man, it's probably the landline. So we'll see. But I shot him emails to come up next hour. Also, um, we're going to talk Moon Tunes at the end of next hour. But William Garcia, the Lacrosse County Democratic Party chair and a three CD Democratic Party chair is in studio here. If you got questions, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Kevin texted in as as you were talking about why why do Republicans want a flat tax while you know we want to the Democrats want a you know just a more progressive tax? But Kevin texted in. Well, and you, your your reasoning for that was that the flat tax benefits the wealthy. Correct, the wealthy are the ones that are funding campaign. So. But Kevin Texan, the Republicans are only funded by the ultra rich. Hogwash! Exclamation point. He goes. Our own Steve Doyle was funded primarily by the out-of-state ultra rich, funneled through the Democrat Party. Very little local funding. Notice he has to say Democrat Party. This is a this is a kind of a not really a new thing, but it's always funny to do. We start calling them Repubs. Is that what we you know the will you do? I I still typically say Republican or GOP. So, so, um, all right, so. his argument is because republicans are doing it therefore democrats are doing it so therefore it's okay i guess
1: i guess but but still it doesn't change the fact that republican policy is 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 tilts completely 100% toward benefiting the ultra rich that is the policy of the republican party right so um it is it is true there are, there are big donors on both sides absolutely however if you look at who are, is funding uh, who the millionaires who the billionaires are funding it's predominantly republican candidates um in the last ele- the the governor election uh, robert Uline uh, was you know put i think 20 or 30 million dollars into the race races around the state uh and that was just one guy uh funding conservative stuff so um
0: well kevin's argument doesn't really doesn't really Deny the fact that the policies of Republicans benefit the rich more than, you know, working class. And um, and if we want to point to why the campaign contributions aren't like, you know, tampered down. Hey, like, like, get rid of out of state camp, whatever, however you want to do it. Republicans uh, open the door to allow as much money to get funneled to the state as possible. Yeah. And the state Democratic Party. That was a rule Republicans yep. changed some years ago during what Scott Walker. Yep, and took.
1: Democrats are the people trying to say, let's clamp down on this kind of campaign finance nonsense.
0: Yeah, every two years there's legislation to clamp down on it from Democrats and it doesn't even get right. through committee because that would change the system. So, Kevin, you're you're kind of right, I guess, because big money people are funding both campaigns through the state parties, but your, your reasoning is, is a little off, so... Uh, Phil texted in, my privately owned corporation I work for has all those benefits. So We talk about paid Which, families. you know
1: what, and that's, that's amazing. But I think, um, one, he has put himself at a competitive disadvantage by doing that. Um, and uh, because there is, you know, someone that theoretically competes in his industry and doesn't offer those, has uh, more disposable income. So we want to level that playing field. Uh, we also want to uh, be sure that everyone is sharing the cost of that. Um, and so obviously, uh, that, that person that it in sees the benefit of this program. And so I, I don't understand why, um, he doesn't want to see it. Uh, everyone have that instead of just,
0: yeah, if, if I owned a corporation and I already have 12 days of paid family leave worked into my, right. my, my, it would be a financial benefit for you for the government to expand now, now that. Now yeah. the state says we're going to do it. So now you won't have to exactly. So the, yeah. the m- money you spend on that at your private corporation but it does it does level the playing field so now that's no longer a benefit if exactly I, hey, i'm gonna go work here oh you're gonna come work here one of the benefits here is that we have paid family leave. right so i you know but the 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 arguments yep. you know not and, right.
1: and there was another texture that was saying that we already have this with fmla uh the federal family yeah, dan, um,
0: dan said the federal government already
1: requires
0: FMLA
1: and remember FMLA Family Medical Leave Act FMLA uh, does guarantee uh, the right to take off work in order to go take care of a of a family member, but it does not include getting paid. So there's a radical bit difference between what we're talking about, paid family leave, where you can actually keep your paycheck and afford to take the time off, versus what we have in the federal government with FMLA, which is a guarantee that you won't lose your job but it, it, it ha- there's no financial connection to it. So you can take the time off, but you're not going to get paid for that time. And therefore, most people, especially middle and lower class, cannot afford to take that time even if they need to because they're not going to get paid for it. F- paid family leave fixes that problem with FMLA.
0: And uh, one other text from Dan we were talking about uh, childcare funding. We're looking to subsidize the childcare industry because both parents, now have to work yep we're no longer living in the 80s where dad or mom can work and the other can stay home with the kids um it also gives the ability for both parents to work that you can afford child care but dan says here's a thought don't keep having children if you can't afford to take care of them on your own
1: <laughs> so um I, I i honestly don't know how to respond to that Clearly. because it's such a ridiculous statement only rich people. Only can rich people children. can have kids yeah. like that's like and and we're building a system where um, we're not going to like grow our population at all. Like our economy depends on more people in the country all the time. Yeah. So um, uh, he is basically calling for the like slow disintegration of the American economic system by um, no one having kids except for the, you know, very few that can actually, that can afford it right now. So I think that's a ridiculous kind of statement. Um, I think people should be allowed to be parents. And I think that the government's job should be making parenthood easier for everyone. All right. That's Lacrosse County
0: Democratic Party chair and three CD Democratic Party chair, William Garcia. We do a podcast. It's called Democratic Voice. You can check it out at wisdomnews.com slash podcast. Thanks, William. Thanks. Have a great day, everybody.